Hi, welcome to the Incident Prevention Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us. I'm Curtis Marquardt, your host for this roundtable discussion, and I'm super excited about today's episode because it's all about an event that's celebrating its 16th anniversary this year, the IP Utility Safety Conference. I've got two people with us today to have this discussion, and one is the person who launched IP Magazine and who has launched the conference and who's dedicated most of her life to progressing utility safety in the industry. And that person is Carla Hausch. Welcome, Carla. Hi, Curtis. Thanks for having us today. This has been really great. Also joining me is the coordinator of the conference, a person who has worked very hard to make sure this event runs great, uh, Melissa Hausch. Thanks for joining us, Melissa. Yeah, thanks for having me, Curtis. Excellent. So let's get the discussion started. First, Carla, why did you create the conference? And walk us through the challenges and hurdles of getting this safety conference going. Sure. I'm going to give you just a little quick background. Um, I actually started out my career in advertising sales for publishing, um, working for many years on a publication for the telecommunications market. And um, in that realm, I uh, early on recognized a need that nobody was really out there addressing the safety concerns of working in that arena um, and certainly not addressing all the myriad of products that were being offered by um these safety suppliers and manufacturers out there in the industry. So in, um, you know, going to trade shows and establishing relationships with a lot of, a lot of the uh, suppliers, I learned that the hazards that, you know, the utility industry faced and thought, boy, there, there certainly is an informational void out here and um, launched uh, incident prevention magazine in 2004. So, and we've really had a, a very successful uh, run so far. And, um, in 2005, uh, decided that we really needed to meet together in group and launch the IP Utility Safety Conference and Expo. Um, our first one was held in Lakeland, Florida, and we had what I would classify uh, it was our inaugural event, and it, we classified it as a modestly attended event. Um, we were under, we were just under a hundred, and really for the uh, trade show industry, that's that's an it's an okay number. But boy, the um, the people who attended really appreciated our inaugural presenters, and the exhibitors were really thrilled with what happened for them at that event, and they've been so great about supporting us ever since. So, what kind of led you to having that feeling of there? we need to meet together, we need to discuss and, and how, you know, what was that experience when you first met and, and that kind of helped you kind of pursue into having this event uh, moving forward throughout the years? Sure. Well, I, you know, I, I had been going to a lot of the industry trade shows and oftentimes when I would be speaking with the exhibitor, um, they were, you know, not happy with the attendees. They weren't the people that they had hoped to meet. So, I recognize that while we need to do something to bring utility safety and operations professionals to the exhibitors and at the same time offer them some very much needed education. And so that's conceptually, that's where the idea came from. It, it did start with the exhibitor um, population and, and their needs. You know, as, as I mentioned at the start of this podcast, the, the conference is now in its 16th year, which is, uh, I imagine, would be kind of surprising or hard to believe this, you know, as much as we work on these events so uh, so much throughout the years, they do go fast. Uh, can you just, <laughs> can, uh, this question is open to both of you, if you want to address it, kind of walk us through the, the what it takes to get the conference going, what kind of evolution happened throughout the years? 
uh, as you started this conference uh, to where it is today? So, I mean, I've been with the conference for eight years now. And due to the growth um, of the magazine and along with the CSP program, that's where I've seen a, a big jump in attendees is the more and more the CSP program grows, the more and more attendees are coming to the conference to earn their points towards their credential. Um, so that we've had a lot of growth attendees with attendees that way, but we've also seen a lot of growth on the exhibitor side where we kind of, when I started about eight years ago, we would average around 50 to 60 uh, exhibitors. And now we're more around that 80 and I could see us moving forward around 80 to 100 exhibitors. So we've definitely seen growth um, as in the time that I've been with the conference, which again is eight years um, on the attendee side and on the exhibitor side. You know, we probably the biggest changes that we've seen certainly is the uh, the advance of COVID, you know, and that's caused us to really alter what we do. And I'm going to let Melissa address some of that. When the pandemic started in March of 2020, we were about a month out from our spring conference um, and our, queen, our team quickly realized that an on-site conference just wasn't going to happen. Um, and with, with being a month out, we knew we had the presenters lined up already. Um, so our team, we adapted quickly and we built our first virtual conference and we were able to offer the same education that the attendees required. Um, like I said, our team worked very quickly to produce this conference in just a few short weeks. Uh, it it w definitely wasn't an easy task, but one we accomplished in such a sh short time frame. Um, in the end, the feedback from our first virtual conference was very positive, and it encouraged us to keep going and even offer our fall conference uh, virtually. And now, in just a few weeks, we'll have our third virtual conference. And maybe you're being a little modest about uh, when you say there was very positive feedback. I think it was glowing positive feedback from from what I recall. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw that data, and I, I believe we were pretty close to five stars out of five stars on most of the reviews. People seem to be very happy with it, and that's definitely something I know everybody, uh, the, the entire team is pretty, pretty happy about and pretty proud of. Uh, Carla, speaking of being proud, what is what makes this conference special from other conferences and events, and and what are you most proud of when it comes to uh, the Utility Safety Conference and Expo? Well, I, I'm very proud of of Certainly the events and the publication, our team works really hard. They, they're all aligned with our mission and they know how important the work that we're doing is. Um, I, I do feel very rewarded when we're at on-site conferences and I can talk to attendees and they're also certainly readers of the publication. So we get feedback on, on all fronts. And the beauty of being at on-site conferences, too, is that you get in a lot of conversations. That's where we find new contributors for the magazine. That's where we find, you know, potential new speakers for the conferences and that type of thing. But we've transitioned so much of that now to um, the virtual world. And, and I have to say, our team worked very hard to make what was a complex event, taking the on-site event and transitioning it to um, online event that would have a positive outcome for all. So um, they've done a really great job with that. So uh, it's it's just always rewarding. I, um, I hear stories of things that go on out in the field and how 
you know, an individual might have recalled something they read in Incident Prevention Magazine and were able to take on the challenge or make a correction. And that's that's huge. And our writers in Incident Prevention Magazine have made themselves very available to our readers. So when they do have uh, questions or concerns, you know, again, the industry works together to help each other out. It's I, I really love working in the utility industry. They're just really good, hardworking people and, and appreciate all of them. You touched upon a very key point there, and that's the the networking and what people get out of the conference by being there, and even virtually to some extent. Just speak to the value of safety professionals getting together and what they get from each other by by connecting. Sure. Well, you know they they exchange um, job information in that you know the way one company does it versus another company, and um, they're looking at you know uh, trends industry trends. Some of them are doing benchmarking. You know, I, I overhear some of these conversations and I don't necessarily understand all the practices, but it's it's always very engaged and they're always very um, full of information, full of new information to one side or the other, you know, and uh, it's, it's, you can tell that it's working when, as the conference sessions break out and everybody gathers in the wide hallways and everything, you can tell that there's a lot of good exchange of information that is taking place. And um, I, I think that's really invaluable because where else are they really going to get that kind of, uh, you know, networking opportunity with their peers? And Melissa, we're coming up quickly on the next virtual conference, which is happening May 4th through 6th of 2021. Can you talk about what makes you most excited about this event and what's different about this virtual conference from virtual conferences past? Sure. So I am excited this time around because we are switching things up a little bit. Uh, the way we are hosting the conference, we're kind of hosting it on an all-day channel is what we're we're really going for, where the, the webinar, as you say, is going to be open all day. And this will allow for continuous education and we're the way we're presenting new product solutions. Uh, we are calling them solution spotlights. So throughout the day in between educational sessions, you will be hearing from some of our vendor partners as they are live or there's going to be some live and there are going to be some recordings, but you'll be able to interact with our vendor partners during the conference and be able to ask them questions, look at the new products that they're offering uh, during these solution spotlights. So that's what we're doing a little bit new, uh, different this go around, whereas before we were people were going down what we were calling a digital hallway to we were trying to recreate that booth atmosphere of what you would go to their booth and then you would look at their product brochures and things like that. So you still will be able to get that information from them. We will have a brochure from all the companies um, hosted on our IP virtual conference platform. But instead of kind of just looking at their booth and having them contact you, you'll be able to ask them questions on the webinar. Um, so that's what we're switching up this go around. It, was, it pertains to our vendor partners and that. For attendees, we're trying to make things a little bit easier by just in the first thing in the morning, you'll just have to launch one Zoom webinar. You'll be able to have it open all day long. You can put it on one side of your computer so you can you can listen to the content throughout the day. Uh, you will If you are a CUSP, you will have to kind of what we're calling session check-in in order to track your CUSP points. So we're trying to make things easier this go around uh, for our attendees. So we're, we're, we're hoping that will be a success. One, one of, to go back to the solution spotlight thing, 
from what I understand, some of those things are going to be a little more interactive, a little more engaging, kind of fun uh, content editing. Yes. So as for the solution spotlights, we are kind of do, doing things a little bit different. Um, the vendors will be able to offer product demos, and then we're going to be doing trivia and raffle prizes um, for each sponsor so that this way they can engage with the attendees a little bit more. Of course, when it comes to conference, education is the key thing. So what sessions are you guys most looking forward to? Sure. I know I'm looking uh, forward to hearing from some new presenters. We do have a new presenters, Pamela Wallaski, Jordan Hollingsworth, and Rod Courtney, who are brand new um, and have never spoken at an IP conference before. So I'm, I'm definitely always eager to hear from those new presenters. But I also always love hearing from the longtime uh, subject matter experts, Danny Range, Jim Vaughn. They will be with us again. And a lot of people may recognize them from their articles that they write in the magazine. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from new presenters and also our, our longtime presenters as well. Okay, let's, let's talk about the future of the conference. We're still in uncertain times when it comes to gathering. How has that changed the way conferences are planned? I know, I know you can't make any promises about what's happening in the future, but uh, um, kind of a, a short-term look ahead and then also maybe discuss what your long-term visions of the conference might be, where, where you see the conference going in the, the long-term. Boy, our PUSP community is really growing. The, uh, the entire Certified Utility Safety Professional CUSP program was put online this year, um, and that all happened uh, with the arrival of COVID. And we have more CUSPs coming through the program than ever, and, and it is definitely a growing community. And that is, uh, we look forward to being on site again so that we can meet everyone in person. And again, that networking opportunity for them is huge. And they will be um, very pleased once they can get back on site and, and meet new people in the industry. So that's that's something that we expect to happen. I'll go ahead and chime in as well. Um, just like at, at the moment, we are offering the virtual conferences and we've had positive experience. Um, we have had hundreds in attendance and the feedback has been positive. Um, and we hope to be on site as soon as it is, is safe to do so. Um, as for the future of our conferences, we will always host an on-site conference, uh, like Carla mentioned with that that human interaction. I think people, people are craving human interaction at this point. So as it looks for future, we will be on site. Uh, so we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, before we do, uh, I just want you guys to share how people can sign up to attend the May 4th through 6th conference that's coming up and tell us why it's an event they should not miss. Sure. Well, to register, you can go to utilitysafetyconference.com. And it's a can't miss event because it's the way that you can interact and and that network and speak to people within your utility industry. So it's, it's a niche community. If you have new questions, um, this is the right group of people to ask. Um, and you'll always learn something new, whether you've heard from Jim Vaughn before. Uh, every time he speaks, I know everyone says that they hear something new. Like Melissa said, we are offering it virtually this go around. And it, you know, it's, it's very impactful and, and you will definitely, um, Learn something new, you might win some prizes, and we certainly hope that you'll make new industry connections. If you can't attend the May 4th through 6th conference, we know it's coming up relatively shortly. Um, what other offerings do uh, utility safety professionals have to choose from? Yeah, anybody who's interested in professional development, earning CUSP points, really should visit IP-Institute. 
to learn more about our educational offerings. They're really fantastic. David McPeak is um, the Director of Professional Development, and he does a great job in bringing in some excellent instructors. Excellent to hear that our utility safety professionals that are listening have a few different options to get some education from uh, incident prevention. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and end this session. I want to thank my guests, Carla House and Melissa House, for being here to tell us all about the Utility Safety Conference. And just one final reminder, the Utility Safety Virtual Conference takes place May 4th through 6th, 2021 on screens everywhere. We hope to see you in attendance. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, go to incident-prevention.com slash podcasts to get more. Or search Incident Prevention wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe.